Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. My name is Josephine Monberg, and I am your host. You are now listening to the COVID-19 special edition of our show. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of our podcast. Today, we are taking a closer look at the insurance industry. And to do this, I have with me in his virtual home studio, Tony Tomich. So, Tony, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Josephine, for having me. We are super excited because I'm sure that insurance is an industry that's seeing huge impacts. But before we talk more about that, Tony, tell us a little bit more about what it means to be the global head of insurance at SAP. As a global head of insurance at SAP, basically you take care about industry strategy, solution management, um, what is on our agendas, as well as strategic customer engagements and our global go-to-market and sales. And I always kind of like that our listeners know where in the world my guests can be found. So where in the world are you right now, apart from obviously being at home? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Dusseldorf right now. So I'm in Germany right now. So um, and the weather actually outside is pretty nice. So it oh. is a little bit, uh, little bit uh, weird that we are locked down. Yes, I I agree with that. I'm stuck in uh, in Denmark right now, and it's been. I don't think we've ever had better weather um, in terms of the season right now in Denmark during COVID nineteen. So that's an interesting time to have really great weather since you can't really enjoy it as much as you typically would be able to. Um, okay, well, so good to know where we both are, and now I think we can just dive into it. I'd like to first ask you what you're seeing in terms of the impacts on insurance. I think um, if you look into insurance, um, I think that COVID-19 has had a major impact on basically all um, economic sectors, um, which, um, yeah, whereas insurance is not, is not an exception, right, as an, as an industry. I believe that governments um, are limiting the damage right now um, by stepping in as, let's say, the insurer of, of last resort. But in general, I think that the global insurer's market valuations have suffered, um, I mean, in line with the, with the broader markets. And obviously, since life and health insurance is, is impacted, it has an impact on, on the insurance industry. I would see in general, uh, three phases through which the, the industry is going. Um, in the first phase, I strongly believe, I mean, and that's kind of already visible, we are seeing a reduction in demand. Um, most lines of businesses, be it uh, property and casualty, be it life, health, um, are um, actually seeing, a, seeing a, a decline, reduction in demand because, I mean, there's uncertainty, customers are losing income, and are hit by, by obvious financial difficulties. Um, I think the second uh, phase is going to be a phase where I believe that after first phase we are now starting to get into is really about uh, claims. Um, claims uh, will increase following kind of, for example, insurable events, um, will increase in terms of business interruption, will increase in terms of life insurance. Um, um, and on the other hand, we will see that for personal lines, for example, um, if you look into the motor insurance space, we will see even a reduction in claims, right? So um, I think that's kind of um, the second phase. Uh, and 
the third phase to me is is the phase in which um, from my perspective we are going to see an increased demand usually after a crisis um, customers get more risk averse uh, they get more risk averse in terms of the future right and i think that especially we are going to see uh, an increase in demand once as well kind of we are opening up uh, the agents are again on the street um, but as well customers are going to be concerned very much about life and about about health and I believe that even in some countries, the governments are um, starting programs to um, help people uh, take better care of their uh, of their health and, and of their life in general. So I believe that we will see in phase three actually a rising demand in insurance. That's my question. So insurance is really an industry that obviously has to step in, right, and kind of also follow up. Um, when we are moving out of this crisis. So you mentioned some different lines of business. Could you tell us a little bit more about how they're going to be impacted? Yeah, I think um, if you look into lines of businesses and let's distribute it uh, between commercial lines, personal lines, and uh, life and health insurance. On the commercial lines side, if you look into um, the different um, let's say the different insurance types of policies like event cancellations i mean the cancellation postponement of of numerous events that we that we saw um, be it uh, let's say the tokyo olympics or be it the the grand prix uh, for formula one outside or, or even wimbledon um basically um yeah it, it's usually a case by case case decision because in not all events, especially, I mean, the smaller ones are insured. On the other hand, some policies uh, carry pandemic exclusions. If you look into Wimbledon, for example, Wimbledon has adjusted the policy with their insurers uh, after the SARS, uh, um, let's say the SARS crisis. Um, so that means that um, they are likely to, um, to get, I think, around about 100 million pounds um, from their insurer. So I think um, that's that's an aspect of events. And then a very important aspect, I believe, is business interruption. Um, usually business interruption policies um, do not cover extraordinary events, uh, forced business closures due to some authorities, uh, governments, or, or infectious diseases. Um, but what we saw with the SARS crisis that usually is a, I mean, Companies look at this uh, on a case-by-case -case level, and they look basically into the contracts and what is insured and whatnot. Um, so I think uh, there's going to be an evaluation on a case-by-case -case perspective from the insurer. And then obviously workers, workers injury. I mean, um, companies have employees infected by the virus. Um, and um, think about kind of the entire medical space, think about the aviation space, think about utilities. And um, I mean, companies are going to issue claims to cover the loss of income and medical medical expenses, right? So they might file workers workers injury in that in that case. So that's on the commercial side. On the personal line side, actually, um, it is expected that we have significant lower um, lower claims due to the lockdown in the United States. I think ten of the largest uh, motor insurance companies, which own more than seventy percent of the market are paying out um, more than 7 billion US dollars to their customers um, because to take care about the customers, giving back, there's no claims, People are, there are less people on the road. Um, and I think kind of um, 
that's that's as well i think a strong uh, message from the insurers to say well we are here uh, for you consumers right we want to kind of get in contact to you we want to re-engage with you i think i found this 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 very positive uh, on the other hand i mean with regards to travel insurers insurers have been been uh, pretty quick in terms of excluding COVID-19 from uh, um, um, fr from kind of the coverage um, coverages, right? Um, and that's kind of, um, yeah, I think a mixed picture, right? If you if you look into event cancellations, if you uh, on the commercial side, if you look into personal lines where we give money back and then on the other, uh, as insurers, but on the other hand, as well, kind of looking into a case-by-case -case decision. So um, finally, I believe, as stated in the beginning, uh, that life and health obviously are hit uh, very much, um, especially if you look into kind of the mortality, right, which 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 is basically driving um, claims in, in the life space. But I strongly believe that especially life and health are going to be an area um, that on the on the mid and long term are going to uh, to to recover significantly, because um, in that environment, people simply need more care. Um, and people simply need um, better better service in terms of in terms of their health, and I think that health as such um, is going to have um, a tremendous value for the people uh, more than ever before. I would say. Mm. And if we look even more long term, what do you see in terms of the impact on the industry? I think in general, insurers. Um, I mean, nobody was was thinking about um, about this crisis, right? Um, but I think that um, um, considering a range of scenarios for the insurers, um, doing the simulations uh, type of, for these type of cases is on one hand going to be a very important aspect. It's quite a difficult area to, uh, to manage properly, but I think having multiple scenarios in place and, uh, and counting on those scenarios, evaluating them is going to be a, going to be a pretty, pretty significant environment. That's first. Second, I believe that um, increasing uh, client outreach, being closer to the customer, um, is a key aspect, right? So insurance business was a very offline business. Um, I mean, even in, in, I mean, we are here in Germany, right? Even in those markets like in Germany, I mean, um, for, for the very big insurers, 80% of their revenues have gone through an agent channel, which was pretty offline, was, I mean, the mobile phone was was basically all, or telecommunication was was how they engaged, but it was about physical meetings. It was about going to an agency, going to a branch. I think this is going to change, and I think kind of increasing those digital distribution channels um, is going to um, to be very much uh, in, in in the focus of the insurers. And third, I think um, accelerating on their digital transformation. Um, I strongly believe that there is a pre-COVID-19 and a post-COVID-19 um, um, phase, um, especially for the insurers. The insurance industry traditionally was not very much into digital transformations. You had some lighthouses that are kind of, uh, you had a lot of insure techs, especially in the, in the recent years coming up. But um, I think that uh, for those insurers COVID, that, that have to embark on a digital journey, COVID-19 is um, the proof point. And for those uh, insurers that have not done it, it's a kind of starting point. And based on my recent conversations with the CEO of a big insurance, uh, global big insurance carrier, um, 
he said, well, the post-COVID, the only investment budget I'm running after is digital, 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 digital transformation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because I think this is just a common theme for all industries, at least so far for the, the guests that I've had on the show talking about kind of how digital transformation is being accelerated by COVID-19 and that industries now really have to start seriously thinking about their digital transformation. So, of course, in this case, te technology plays a huge role. So how do you see that technology will play a role in both the recovery, but also the transformation of insurance after COVID-19? So I strongly believe that, I mean, those companies that basically are proactive with their customers and that are empathetic with, with the customers are going to be those companies that now, but as well post-COVID-19, are going to uh, retain their customers better. Um, and there are simple things, right? You can have coverage applicability. Uh, you can have self-service portals. Um, Round-the-clock availability for an insurance company was not a traditional trad traditional model that that, that they've been they've been looking after having a fleet frictionless claims process having as well an outreach to the customers through through various channels and explaining what is covered with your policy and whatnot I think that's these are simple things that you can consider bigger things to be considered is actually working with a digital ecosystem so what do I mean by that is I think insurance as a business that's just risk averse, providing insurance against a risk that potentially can occur, I think those times are over. I think kind of the orchestration within an ecosystem, meaning an insurance company that's operating health insurance, having a strong network to hospitals, a strong network to doctors, an ecosystem platform with which you can manage not only an insurance policy, but even related services to that. How to bring a customer from home to the hospital, right? Organize organizing those services, I think managing digital ecosystems is going to be very keen. And then, um, let's say, the entire aspect of um, how to provide a better customer experience. If you can imagine now for those smaller businesses that uh, basically get a denial on their coverage, I mean, this is, uh, this is a big impact, impact for them how to structure a new product, how to get back to those, to those, uh, to those business owners, uh, these small and medium, medium businesses, and offer uh, a way forward, offer a policy forward, right? Gather the experiences in the different conversations. I think that's going to be, uh, going to be a very important aspect. And um, that said, uh, in a nutshell, I think digital transformation covers all of that, right? So I believe it's kind of a short-term impact on some um, let's say, functions and features you provide. It's about the digital ecosystem and it's about the experience you provide to build out better products and service your customers as well in a better way. And actually, um, that's why we from the SAP point of view are kind of running this in kind of three phases when we speak about COVID-19 to our customers. It's really about responding, helping customers to respond immediately. We offer a couple of free products with regards with regards to that out of our Qualtrics portfolio, especially when it gets down to customer satisfaction, but as well to protecting your workforce. On the other hand, it's about uh, truly as well uh, recovering, right? Supporting customers to recover. 
um, and in the end reimagine the business model because I believe that the business model the insurers had as such before that is uh, going to change significantly based on the prices that we are having right now. Mm. And do you see so far any examples of insurance companies that have kind of taken advantage of tech in um, coping with the uh, coping in the current situation? Yeah, I think a very interesting point, and um, which uh, which we are working on currently is, um, I mean, a strong partner of ours is um, Discovery, um, and um, in fact, by the middle of this year, we are launching a new health engagement and health benefits platform uh, to um, which is which will be connected as well based on our technology to our platforms and what discovery is doing i mean discovery um, is using for example one of our tools called sap jam to stay in contact with with their um with 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 their people right to to have groups formed where where they can raise concerns with regards to their health, with the ongoing situation and work. That's just one example. The second example could be Ping An. Uh, Ping An, I would say, is currently one of the innovative financial services firm, firms globally out of China. And they have a, um, one of the unicorns is called Good Doctor. So you as an insured person or somebody who is registered on the platform can get health advice first by um, by getting some insights into the disease you might have. And then second, by being connected to, to doctors that take care about that. If you can imagine that 300 million Chinese people are connected to this platform, can you imagine which amount of data, which amount of, um, which amount of, of, of support the company can provide, or the insurer in that case, can provide to those customers in terms of advising it? I think those are the things that I believe going forward in the future um, are very much, um, very, very much being seen by us. Mm. And speaking of the future, we've touched on this and you've touched on this, but if you could, on the finishing lines, give your advice to insurance companies listening right now about what you think they should be doing to future-proof themselves, what would you say? So from an SAP point of view, I mean, what, when we've made up our mind, we said there are five priorities. Um, companies should should look at uh, priority number one is staying close to the customer um, and respond immediately to to this. Priority number two is protecting the workforce. Um, so watching that your your people are healthy, happy, and 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 uh, and and as well. I mean, healthy doesn't mean just physically, but kind of as well mentally, right? That's the second point. Um, then safeguard financial performance. I believe having an overview of you know, what is your spend, where are you standing, How, what is the impact of your priority, uh, simulating scenarios and business planning going forward. Kind of these are the top three. And then uh, in terms of uh, thinking about the future post-COVID-19, um, thinking about how to increase flexibility, how to increase time to market, um, how to launch an insurance policy within a week instead of working on on it for three months, half a year, or a year, right? Which even is the, I mean, um, it's not unusual that a company needs a year to launch a new insurance product, a new insurance policy. And then managing um, disease uh, risk exposure, and that's kind of why we've partnered up with Discovery to come up with 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 a new health engagement and benefits platform um, to show to to um, to health insurance what aspect, for example. Um, how you eat, how you walk, 
uh, how you exercise has on insurance and to cover this with the, with 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 the great great health benefits platform i think that these are kind of the five priorities that that we are seeing for insurers going forward mm. thank you for outlining those and thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about how insurance is being impacted by our current global pandemic yeah thank you so much and thank you for the great conversation and to those who listen to this episode thank you so much for listening in Hopefully, I'll see you on the next episode and hopefully we can continue to have these great conversations around how companies should be responding to this current global pandemic, but also maybe at a later point, we talk about the other phases of how to recover and reimagine. So thanks for listening in and see you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. Please subscribe to our channel, Industry Insights by SAP at OpenSAP, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. To learn more about what SAP is doing to help you cope in COVID-19, you can go to sap.com about global health safety and find free access to select SAP software, tools to support your business, and much more. Stay safe, everyone.